0: Automobile. Let's go. <whistles> Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. No, no one can save the, the day like Batman. Robin will make you swing at Batman. end. Deep, be crime for mine. Deep God fight to cry. No one can save There's trouble going in Gotham City. You must act fast. Holy mackerel, Batman. Think these clowns need a backhand. Let's be the gap Band. Drop the bomb on them and make them scat, man. When you say scat, man, like the brother, go rub uh-huh. When it's on, it's cold, so bring the the cup. We can take taking to the basement. Live with Tigger, go get the Riddler. And watch me play that nigga like a fiddler On a hot tin move, I got them watching who? She who spits it like she was sipping rotten brew. We marvel at you comics. You ain't no superhero. He just a stupid Surprise, the dynamic duo, batman and Robin gas set the squad is flat. Get them like forty-five shells. Flat means more than one million sales. That enough shot to lick you get done up. Plus, we got the bad gas, so why would you run up? Oh yeah. It's your boy, King Known Uncensored, and we are going to talk about game ones. We're going to hop straight into it. Fuck the introduction. We got to speed through everything here. So, Mikey Williams, high school prospect and uh, Memphis commit. Mikey Williams was arrested for assault with a deadly weapon charges that carries a six-month sentence if convicted. I mean, I'm not gonna be one to judge here on this situation because all the facts have not come out about the situation. Because when you're breaking down something like this, you know, these young niggas is crazy. I seen that firsthand this weekend. But these young niggas is wild. But you gotta see the origins. You gotta see who he's around, who is his examples. You know what i mean or was this self-defense we don't know what exactly happened at least i don't know but all i know is the kid was arrested because you know i remember mikey williams watching video of him in middle school like this kid got you know the potential to be a pro And hopefully, I hope this situation doesn't cost this kid the potential of having an NBA career. Now, the Dallas Mavericks have been fined $750,000 for resting their players during the final game of the regular season. I told you, Luka Doncic did not want to sit out. He didn't. Natchez wanted to play, and I'm sure Kyrie Irving wanted to play. I don't think that neither one of them wanted to quit on their season. But, allegedly, this was a decision made by the organization to do so. I felt like that was some weak-ass shit that the Mavericks did, and they pussy for quitting on their season like that. Now, Miles Bridges has been officially, finally, suspended by the NBA for 30 games, with 20 games allegedly already served. So, he is going to serve a 10 game suspension next year for obviously, you know, abusing the mother of his children. And I feel I still feel like he's a coward and I felt like that's too light of a sentence here. I feel like he should have been suspended the whole uh the whole season for that. And I feel like that Maverick shit. I feel like that Maverick shit was too light. Also, I think they should have been uh, fined an, uh, a pick. They should have had a pick taken away from them and a million dollar uh, fine. But fuck that shit. Let's get into what we we here for, man. Which is the NBA playoffs. Game ones have been in full effect, and let me tell you, this is a very interesting weekend, man. Day 1 Day 1 was fun because we're going to start off with the uh Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers. As the Philadelphia 76ers control home court as they got the victory over the Brooklyn Nets as they should, 121 to 101. The first 3 quarters of this game was entertaining as Mike Macau Bridges. I finally pronounced that shit right. I was always wondering if it was Michael Bridges or Macau Bridges. But fuck that. This man had a 30-piece. And Cam Johnson had 18 points. Spencer Denchitty had 14 points. He had a bad week, man. James Harden put that man on skates. Then you have the... uh, You got Joel Embiid with 26 points. Got James Harden. This was the player of the game right here. James Harden with 23 points and 13 assists. James Harden had to let niggas know that hey, I'm not washed up. I don't have titties anymore. No titties. No titties. No titties. As he was seven of 13 from three. That's fucking amazing, if you ask me. And they got contribution from The $180 million man, Tobias Harris. It's about time you earned some fucking money. I mean, all in all, this was self-explanatory. Philadelphia 76ers controlled their home court. They did what they were supposed to do. They handled their business. I was kind of a little bit disappointed in um, Brooklyn's role players. Like, Seth Curry showed up, but that was it. No Joe Harris. No Cam Thomas. No Patty Mills. He didn't even play. Yeah, man. John Vaughn, I don't know what what the fuck he was doing. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking in this game. Yeah, that was just a very disappointing um, game from the Nets. I thought they should have put up more of a fight. Now, let's move on to the second game of Saturday as the... uh, Boston Celtics defeated the Atlanta Hawks 112-99. to I mean, this was looking like the one of the biggest playoff ass whoopings in ancient history. But Atlanta, towards the end of the game, you know, towards the end of the third quarter, decided to fight back and to make this AL respectable, at least. I mean, the Hawks got some contributions. I mean... Trey Young was horrible. Five of 18, 16 points, eight assists. Very disappointing game from Trey Young. But you got to give credit also to the Boston defense for handling Trey Young. I mean, DeJounte Murray showed up to blow up 24 points, six rebounds, eight assists. This is his first playoff game, first official playoff game. So that was real shit. And he had three steals as well. Hawks got no con- little to no contribution from their bench. Boston just held serve and whooped their ass. Like Jalen Brown, 29 points, 12 rebounds. Jason Tatum, like he had one of the best first quarter performances I would seen since LeBron in uh, 2018 versus the Celtics. Like that first quarter was amazing you gotta love it man like that nigga was going to work he had 25 points and 11 rebounds of his own and then Derek white contribution off the bench i mean no uh derrick white started my bad i'm sorry fucking up here <laughs> 24.7 assists he was huge marcus smart almost fucked around and got a triple double I mean, when Boston's rolling like this, they're very tough to beat. All right, let's move on to the next game. I believe, oh, man. The New York Knicks upset the Cleveland Cavaliers 101-97. to And Julius Randle wasn't even 100%. Like, this dude shot 7 of 20 and had 19 points and 10 rebounds star of this game was jalen brunson J- this is the first time that jalen brunson has given donovan mitchell the business you remember uh last season when the mavericks played the the jazz when you know after the jazz went up to one and jalen brunson was busting his ass he was cooking this nickel like shrimp fried rice Then Josh Hart, 17 points, 10 rebounds off the bench. This is the type of energy that you need in these playoffs. I mean, like, the combination of Brunson and Randall was too much for the Cavs to handle. Despite a 38-point performance from Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland had 17 points. Jared Allen had 14 points, 14 rebounds. I just feel like Cleveland underestimated New York because they didn't know what version of Julius Randle they were going to get, and I felt like they took the Knicks for granted. Hopefully, Cleveland can at least win their second home game because um, if they do not, they're gonna it's gonna be trouble, trouble when they go to Madison Square Garden for those two games. I don't know if the Cavs are going to be able to come out of Madison Square Garden if they're down 2-0. Now, this is the game of Saturday night right here. This is the game that we got dressed up for. As the Sacramento Kings edge out the defending champion, Golden State Warriors, 126-123, to we got a lot to talk about here. I mean, you got Steph Curry with 30 points. You got Klay Thompson with 21 points. You got Draymond with 11 assists and 9 rebounds. You got Andrew Wiggins coming off the bench, scoring 17 points. You got Jordan Poole coming off the bench, scoring 17 points. It's like, what the fuck? You got this type of contribution and still lose. That's fucking wild to me. Now, the stars of the game... Were the former Kentucky backcourt and De'Aaron Fox, who had 38 points, 13 to 27 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3. Malik Monk coming off the bench scoring 32 points, 8 of 13 shooting. But the X factor in this game was Trey Lyles. Trey Lyles came in that second half and started lighting shit up. He was killing I mean, we can't forget about Sabonis' 12 rebounds and 16. No, no, 12 points and 16 rebounds. Can't forget about that. But, man, the story was Trey Lyles and Malik Monk, how they came out and really helped De'Aaron Fox seal the victory. But my thoughts on this is simple. It's just game one. A lot of people are a little bit excited about this shit. They're a little bit overexcited. You know, they're calling this an upset when the Sacramento Kings are a solid team. And I feel like this, when it comes down to the uh, Sacramento Kings, is this is a mirror. You got Mike Brown, who is a former assistant coach on the Golden State Warriors, who runs similar plays. And they're a very physical team. Golden State Warriors run a very good system. A little bit of mix of the triangle, a little bit of mix of the Popovich, a little bit of the mix of, you know, some of the same philosophies. So you got two of the same philosophies going against each other. It's going to be a seven-game series, I told y'all people. But in order for Golden State to win this series, they have to win on the road. They would have to possibly win a road game seven in Sacramento. I mean, they're both in the Bay Area. I mean, this was a back and forth for the ages. This was the best game of the playoffs so far. The most entertaining game. I was out of my seat like I was a fan. I'm just a fan of great games. And this is what the NBA playoffs is all about. Now, the craziest thing that I seen was E40 get ejected from the game. I guess a fan was hurling racial slurs at him. And E40 did not appreciate that very much. That's what I heard from the streets. But, yeah, what a crazy, entertaining final game of Saturday night. Now, Sunday, man, it was a lot of sacrifices on Sunday, boy. The first game was the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Ooh, sacrifices. As the Lakers put the smack down on the Memphis Grizzlies, 128-112. to the stars of the game wasn't Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Although Anthony Davis was impactful and LeBron did contribute, the real stars of the game were Rui Hashimura and Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves is a bad motherfucker. Billy Ho about to get paid. That nigga is about to get cheese. And the Washington Wizards, they fumbled the bag by letting go of Rui Hachimura. Like the Wizards wasn't necessarily giving him a chance to shine. On L.A., he's getting clock, He's getting opportunities. He was hitting open three-pointers, melting the so-called defensive powerhouse Memphis Grizzlies. Now, I do understand that Anthony Davis did get hurt in this game. In the first half, then in the second half, John ja Morant got hurt in the same game. So it's no excuses, really, for the Grizzlies. It was literally, legitimately an eye for an eye situation. The Grizzlies just quit. That's the way that I looked at this game. I still think, even without John ja Morant, that the, Grizz- the Grizzlies could have won the game. A lot of the role players are really good on the road. And the Grizzlies play tend to play well without John Morant, according to the numbers. So it's no fucking excuses for the Grizzlies to quit like some fucking bitches. D'Angelo Russell had 19 points. AD had 22 and 12. LeBron James had 21 points, 11 rebounds, and 5 assists. Heavy, contrib- heavy contributions from the Lakers. They all showed up and stepped up. Jaron Jackson Jr., was pretty much the star of the Grizzlies today. And Desmond Bain had 22 points. John Morant had 18 points before he got injured. And it's not looking too good for him. It's looking like a hand injury. And he's doubtful for game two. So the Grizzlies have to go into the game without their star player. It's going to be a rough one for them. It could be a possibility that the Lakers can steal both home games from the Grizzlies. If that's so, (laughs) Faker's in five (laughs) because the Memphis Grizzlies need Ja. I told you guys in my predictions that Ja Morant's going to be the star of this series, but it ain't going to happen if he ain't out there. The best ability is availability, and it's pretty much Ja's fault that he got hurt. No disrespect to him. But all that jumping around and trying to dunk over niggas shit when you're frail and little like that, that could be costly. It's giving a Derrick Rose career path. John Morant has to be a little bit more controlled in his decision-making when it comes to real estate. Because you just got back from cases, cases, you just got paid. You are. You have to make the all-NBA team in order to get your full contract. You got to be safe. And that's just the bottom line. I don't think it was a referee thing. I'm not using that as an excuse. Memphis deserved to lose this game because they quit like some hoes at home in front of their home crowd. Like some bitches. Memphis got to step up in game two. Jaron Jackson has to do a lot more heavy lifting. And that's just a fact. Next game, another human sacrifice. As the Miami Heat, the eight seed, stunned the number one overall seed in the Milwaukee Bucks. 130 to 117. Now, my worries initially was... Chris Middleton, is he going to be healthy in this series? But the Bucks have a lot more to worry about than uh, Chris Middleton as Giannis Antetokounmpo exited with an injury to his lower back. I saw that injury. I was like, damn. Like that motherfucker tailbone got fucked up. I mean, he suffered a back contusion. And his status for game two is unknown. They're going to need Giannis if they're going to win this series. Because if Giannis is not back, they're looking at a seven-game series. Now, maybe Milwaukee can pull off the series, possibly without Giannis. But they're going to get their ass kicked in round two by whoever they play. But then again, I mean, Miami's good enough to advance as well. They ain't no hoes. Miami has been in the conference finals a lot over the last three or four years. They're experienced. And the coaching by Eric Spolster was in full effect as they got six niggas in double figures. Jimmy Butler, 35 points, 11 uh, 11 assists, 5 rebounds. Bam Adebayo had 22 points, 7 assists, 9 rebounds. Good contributions. Finally, Bam shows up. Tyler Hero. Sad news about Tyler Hero. Another playoff sacrifice. He's going to be out two to four weeks with two broken fingers. That was a fucked up. That was fucked up, man. It was so sad, man. Caleb Martin finally showed up for the first time in his life. 15 points. Gabe Benson had 15 points. Kevin Love had 18 points. See what I'm talking about. Eric Spolstra, now you're coaching. I was just saying to somebody in my comments that you got to play Kevin Love 20 minutes if you're going to have a chance at winning every night. You got go to go deep into that bench, my nigga. So, if Miami shooters are on... Good luck to you. See you, and I wouldn't want to be you. Now let's move on to the next game. This was a very entertaining game too. This was the second best game. Game one of them all, as the Los Angeles Clippers, from a technical standpoint, upset the Phoenix Suns 115 to 110 in Phoenix. That was that was huge. why Leonard was the star of this game is he had 38 points, 5 rebounds and 5 assists. Tavitsa Zubak had 12 points and 15 rebounds. He was huge down the stretch. Russell Westbrook, don't let the 9 points and 3 of 19 shooting night fool you. I know he was horrible shooting tonight, but he made the plays down the stretch that sealed the victory for the Clippers as he, in the fourth quarter, you know, because The Clippers had control of the game most of the game. Phoenix made a run in that third quarter that made it look like they were going to win the game. However, the Clippers went on the run of their own, and they finished off the game. As Russ contributed 11 rebounds and 8 assists and a key block. He had 3 blocks and 2 steals. A focused and hungry Westbrook is a problem. Despite Westbrook's bad shooting, the Clippers still won and stole a road game. Norman Powell had 14 points. Now, Tory Craig had a big game. He had 22 points on 9 of 12 shooting. He was, he was big for them. KD had 27 points, 11 assists, and 9 rebounds. He was dishing the rock night like Nino Brown. Devin Booker had a good performance, 26 points. Chris Paul had a double-double the wrong way. He had (laughs) 7 points, uh, 11 rebounds, and 10 assists. I mean, this was nobody on Phoenix's fault. The Clippers just won the game at the end of the game. There's no blame to go around here. I see a lot of people on the timeline blaming Monty Williams, with poor coaching. I mean, it's a game of runs and usually the last nigga that ends up with the ball, I think Russell Westbrook sealed the victory for them. And that is that. Last but not least, I mean, it's going on right now, right? But it looks like the Denver Nuggets are going to seal this victory against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um they're currently up 107 to 80. I mean, I could go, we could go with the current stats right now. I mean, the starters are on the bench for both teams. As the Denver Nuggets played like a 1C, Nikola Jokic played like an MVP tonight. I mean, I wasn't sure about how the Nuggets were gonna play, but the Nuggets are well rested. These motherfuckers ain't played in about a week and a half. The Minnesota Timberwolves have been the team that's been playing all week. So they should should have been in, in better rhythm and should have given the Nuggets a game at least. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns was piss poor tonight. 11 points currently on 5 of 15. That's what he's going to pretty much end up with. Anthony Edwards played better than he's been playing. Shot better. But it doesn't mean a motherfucking thing. Look at the Nuggets. Six niggas in double figures. Michael Porter Jr. showed up tonight. He had four three-pointers tonight. And he had 18 points and 11 rebounds. Aaron Gordon had 13 points. Nikola Jokic had 13 points, 14 rebounds, six assists. Jamal Murray had 24, 8, and 8. My goodness. Great game from Jamal Murray. Playoff Jamal Murray, that is. Yes, playoff Jimmy Butler is a thing, and yes, playoff Jamal Murray is a thing. I understand that I hate the bubble, but Jamal Murray has shown up in a lot of series, a lot of big series over the years. But, yeah, this was a disappointing game. However, I still am going to keep my pick of Denver in six because I believe that the Timberwolves can win their two home games. All in all, game one's a lot of injuries. I I got some questions. Like, losing Tyler Hero sucks. This could help the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, I gave the Bucks, I gave the Heat two games in this series. I still think that shit can happen. Especially with losing a guy that could get you 20 points, six rebounds, and six assists. That's going to hurt. The loss of John ja Morant definitely going to slow down the Grizzlies. The Lakers have a chance. I mean, if they're without John ja Morant the rest of the series, Memphis could kiss their ass goodbye. I did talk a lot of shit about Memphis and say they could, Ja could gritty his ass out of the first round. I've been saying that. Despite my choice of the Grizzlies, I'm, you know, I made my choice based on ja, ja Morant being there. Without Ja, they got no chance against the Lakers. If they beat the Lakers without Ja Morant, though, the Lakers should be ashamed of themselves. But I do believe that Ja will be out game two. Now, game three in LA. I don't know, man. That's going to be difficult to be down 2-0 and have to go back to Los Angeles. Another question. How bad is Giannis's back, and will he return for game two? If Giannis comes back, the Heat are fucked. I'm going to just tell you that right now. It was a lot of sacrificial lambs today. Yeah, it looks like this game is a, a wrap as the final score in uh, Denver is 109 to 80. Woo. Yeah, the Timberwolves looking like the eighth seed that they are. And I highly doubt that they're going to win game two. Man, I know that the inside the NBA crew is tired of fucking blowouts. That's my show. I want to thank y'all for checking me out and fucking with me. This is King Known Uncensored. Game ones, and I'm out.